When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. We're going to be talking about SpaceX's orbital flight test of their super heavy Starship fully stacked booster and rocket today. Now, this orbital flight test could possibly happen sometime this summer, possibly this fall. It depends on how much work they get done. And if the FAA approves flight from Boca Chica, Starbase, Texas, at the very end of Highway 4 next to the beach, it's amazing down there. It's absolutely beautiful. If you get a chance, go down to see this because it is one of the most stupendous things you'll ever see in your entire life. I just traveled across the country. I lived in Brownsville, about 20 minutes away from the Starbase facility for about nine months. Everything that I saw from Texas all the way to New York, nothing compared. Skyscrapers, cities, everything. Nothing compares to how massive and insanely cool the Starship is. So if you get a chance, please go visit the Starship flight facility and the build facility on Highway 4. Now, let's talk about this orbital flight test that's coming up. Now, but, but before we do that, uh, please hit the subscribe button real quick if you like Starship content, if you like SpaceX content. We do this all the time. There are updates constantly that are going out. So make sure to subscribe to the show. And if you want to, give this video a thumbs up when you're done watching it. I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Now, Starship itself, the ship is about 165 feet tall. It's massive. And they want to launch this thing on top of a booster with 33 rockets at the bottom of it, engines at the bottom of it. Raptor 2, biggest, best, baddest engines on the planet right now. But they want to launch it sometime this year. And when they launch it to space for the orbital flight test, Starship and Booster will separate at some point. And at the end of the first orbital flight test for the Starship, SpaceX wants to see this thing re-enter the atmosphere at speeds near Mach 25 or 19,000 miles per hour, followed by 15 full minutes of hypersonic flight. This thing is going to be blazing down. It is going to be protected by the heat shields underneath the Starship. During the time that it comes back in, it's going to be hurtling sideways. It's going to be generating enormous amounts of heat before it's going to adjust to an upright position and softly land in the ocean. And it's going to be landing 62 miles north of Kauai. This is the current plan. They may change this plan in the future. It's going to sink, though. It's not going to be there forever. It's going to sink, and we, we won't be able to see it once it does sink. It's going to be in the Navy's Pacific Missile Range Facility according to SpaceX and the plans they put out there. It's going to join other warships in Davy Jones' locker. And uh, this is where the Navy does sink exercises. And the water is 15,000 feet deep. 
So they're probably never going to see Starship once it sinks. It's going to be done. It's going to be over with. This place is designated for these kind of things. Environmentally, it's sound for these kind of tests. And this is where the Navy conducts their missile range tests out there. So there's a frigate that was just um, destroyed out there. It was targeted of last year, mid-August, during a naval strike missile mission from Kauai. And it was pummeled by munitions from aircraft and submarines at the same time. So this place is used to this kind of activity. A starship landing there, probably not a big deal. You know, probably not a big deal as far as sinking ships go. So the starship will sink. So Hawaii's role in the orbital test of the biggest rocket that's ever been built. 394 feet with a super heavy booster and starship upper stage together. And these uh, have been released a while ago due to SpaceX and their regulatory filings. And eventually, you know, SpaceX will be carrying humans, cargo, anything they want to, satellites up into orbit. And this is the first flight test that they need to pass in order to start launching Starlink satellites to orbit, because that's how they're going to be making money to continue building starships at Boca Chica. NASA wants to have a WB-57 high-altitude research jet close enough to Starship during the reentry to gauge the surface temperature of the Starbrick thermal tiles. So they want to check this thing out as it's flying back in from orbit. They want to check the, the temperatures, and they're going to figure out what it will take for these things to deflect the heat that's coming in from this. And there will be fins on the Starship, by the way, that will be controlling its flight all the way down. We've seen Starships land a few times at Boca Chica already down at Starbase. So it'll be using the same sort of flip maneuver to do that into the ocean off of Kauai. You know, the thermal uh, ablators, they're usually used for this. And these things are pretty cool because the, uh, the heat tiles are kind of like a, a hex pattern. Very interesting stuff. Look them up on Google at some point. Look up Starship heat tiles. They look absolutely fantastic. And it's intended to provide a dramatic leap forward by demonstrating operational reuse requiring minimal to no maintenance between flights. So what that means is you can fly a Starship anywhere you want to. You can fly it to space. You can go suborbital, wherever you want to. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door, it could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, 
two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. And these hate tiles will protect it without any other maintenance costs. So you check them over real quick after it lands and then make sure that um, they work fine. And then you relaunch this thing. Rapid reusability is the way to go for Starship. They wanted to do this thing in March of 2022, but they just didn't get around to it. The FAA was holding them back a little bit. They had to do an FAA evaluation down there. And, you know, the SpaceX possibly was ready with ship 20 and booster four, but we're not exactly sure at this point if that was the, uh, the actual case. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. So the stacked rocket, Starship and Booster, would be launching from Cameron County, Texas. It'll be headed out over the Gulf of Mexico when it launches. And the super heavy booster isn't going to make it to Kauai with the Starship. It's going to be landing in the Gulf of Mexico. And the Starship second stage, like I said before, will be splashing down off Kauai. And it's going to be nearly orbiting the entire Earth. Not quite a full orbital flight test. Not full orbit, but pretty close. Elon even said that just recently in a video that was released by the Everyday Astronaut. So the flight's expected to take around 20 or 90 minutes, and Starship will re-enter its landing approach. It'll do the belly flop maneuver. If you've never seen that, look up SpaceX's Starship flight tests. Absolutely amazing. And there's going to be a sonic boom that will be created when it comes back in. So they're going to be measuring the, the loudness of the sonic boom as well. That's important because when Starship sonic booms over areas where people live, they have to know how loud that's going to be. And they want to reuse and recover Starships in the future and boosters in the future. But these two things... Uh, they probably won't be getting them back. They'll be expending them in the ocean. And it's going to be happening sometime in the future. They'll be catching the booster and the ship with Mechazilla, the arms down at Boca Chica. But as of right now, that's not going to be happening. So getting the permits to do the landings in Texas of the type of thing that they're thinking of doing with a ballistic reentry. Uh, it's going to be pretty complicated than getting the kind of permission uh, in a more, you know, inviting atmosphere 
like off the coast of Kauai. So right away, orbital flight test is a better option for SpaceX to do the testing that they need to do in order for them to go forward with future booster and Starship testing from Boca Chica. Don't catch them on the, the catch arms right now, because if they catch them on the catch arms and something goes wrong, all of stage zero, which is one of the most complete, complex structures in spaceflight history, if something happens to that, they have to rebuild the whole thing possibly. And that could take years possibly. It could possibly take six months to a couple years altogether. I've seen it in person. I know how complex it is from the outside. It looks like something from Star Wars. It looks like the Millennium Falcon, like just wires everywhere, cables, there's pipes, there's, ah, man, it is, it is a complex, insanely cool engineering feat. And knowing that if they catch this thing just wrong, just a little bit off, that stage zero could be damaged, they have to prove without a shadow of a doubt that they can land the booster and the starship absolutely perfect every single time in the Gulf and in the ocean. They have to make sure that they can do that in order to land on the choppies, the sticks, the lift arms, the catch arms, whatever you want to call them. You have to make sure that that's the thing. It's huge. The Starship's huge. Think of a skyscraper. Now think of a skyscraper flying. A 40-story tall skyscraper. Like I said before, I have driven past skyscrapers. I was in Austin my first night on my way back to New York. And the skyscrapers there, they had nothing on a Starship. You know, it was it was insane. It was so cool to see starship in person uh so they're going to be doing you know a couple flights like this probably three four flights like this figuring everything out making sure everything works and then possibly if they can get the faa to sign off on it land a booster and a starship at the boca chica testing facility they can't do it right away that would be that's too much you know it would be easier possibly to land a starship on a barge than to get government uh you know uh, approval for the boca chica facility so they stick it on a barge right get the uh get the chopsticks out there get a, a tower maybe i mean that would be insane as far as engineering goes as well but as far as regulatory goes i think it would be easier for them to be able to land on a barge like they do with the falcon 9. So we'll see what happens. Let's see what happens out there. Now, let me know what you think in the comments of uh, the orbital flight test. If you want to see the orbital flight test, if you're going to go down to Boca Chica, let me know. Uh, maybe we can hang out. That would be cool. We can meet up. That'd be really fun. So let me know in the comments. Please give this video a like if you enjoyed the Starship talk we had today. And I want to comment with you guys. So let's have a conversation down below. Thank you, everybody for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the show today. Appreciate you. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.